0: This is one of those few times where, when we say don't eat poop, that is actually like the most mildest thing we've discussed.
1: Everybody's gotta eat, and nobody likes getting sick. That's why heroes toil in the shadows, keeping your food safe at all points, from the supply chain to the point of sale. Join industry veterans Francine L. Shaw and Matt Ragucci for a deep dive into food safety. It all boils down to one golden rule: don't eat poop. Don't eat poop.
0: Francine, how are you today? <laughs> I'm great,
1: Matt. See what you did to me. I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm I'm doing very very well. Okay, so you have got to launch into this article because this is fascinating. I, I know for sure we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a very good dialogue on this.
1: So. At least seven people have been stricken in salmonella outbreak linked to dog and cat food. People are getting sick.
0: From salmonella.
1: From salmonella, from their dog and cat food.
0: Okay, so first off, a context on this. What type of dog food are we talking about?
1: I believe she told me it was Members Mark, um, which is a Sam's Club. Though I'm seeing pictures of Victor... Premium dog food from Mid America Pet Food Company in front of me. The expanded recall comes ten days after an initial recall involving three lots of Victor Su- Super Premium dog food. I remember reading this. So yeah, there are a couple different types of dog food, and we can put this on the um, we can put this on the notes in the notes on the podcast. So there's a couple different types of dog food that are involved in this recall that was here we go victor's super premium dog foods wayne speed's dog food eagle mountain pet food and some member mark varieties that's what we have
0: yes so it's victor's super premium dog food yeah and so it's it's not even like the it's like dry dog food yes so we're not talking about like the canned stuff. This is actual dry dog food.
1: Yeah, we're not talking about
0: the moist. Yeah. So seven people sickened from salmonella on this, which means there probably were a lot more people that got sick and a lot more animals. Oh, you know it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And we so we started the conversation about people actually eat dog food and cat food. And that's why pet food has to be human grade because depending upon the economy, you know, people will or not just the economy in general, but personal economy as well. People consume dog food and cat food, um, so it has to be human grade because of that. So I, I wonder how many dogs and cats actually got sick from this as well. That would be fascinating.
1: Yeah, I don't. I did not see anything about that. But let's let's talk about Salmonella bacteria for a second. Salmonella bacteria causes an estimated one point three million infections in Americans every year. Resulting in an average of more than 26,000 hospitalizations and 420 deaths. Yes. That's a lot.
0: And it's pretty nasty. Yes.
1: That's a lot. Yeah. So um, put that into perspective. And you know that, again, you know, not everybody got sick, knew what it was. Not to mention, like you said, the number of Pets that got sick and people didn't know what the pets were sick from or, you know, why they weren't lethargic or why they were lethargic or had diarrhea or maybe they vomited. And, you know, they didn't rush the pet right out to the vet because maybe they just they got better relatively
0: quickly. Okay, so when we were talking about this, you were like, well, you don't have to actually have to eat it to get sick. So I'm just curious, Francine, what are other ways in which a human being can get sick from pet food? Well,
1: if they got it on their hands, put their hands in their mouth.
0: Yeah, I mean the cross contamination. How do you feed your animals? Do you just because I mean your animals are like basically your dogs are <laughs> <frozen>. so <laughs> so are you like legit? Her her dog her dog's way more than her. <laughs> I'm not throwing are. bowls up on the table and setting
1: them a spot at the table and having them come <laughs> the to dinner. With them.
0: Do you do you do you, no. you provide them utensils, Francie? Though they think that's what we're going to do. No, <laughs> I but I mean, mean, you're like like. Don't you have a scoop or whatever that you're providing the dog food with? Or are yeah, you but you, you, your hand goes in with the scoop. I mean,
1: do you know how much these dogs eat? I mean, <laughs> relatively speaking, as big as they are, they don't eat as much as you would think. That they would
0: because there's a lot of calories in dog food, actually.
1: but they eat several cups of food a day. I mean, they might eat six cups of food a day. So, yeah, there's a scoop, or you know, it's actually more like <laughs> it's not really, it, it's more like a bowl <laughs> that you scoop in, but your hands get down in the food. Some yeah, yeah. People will scoop it out with their hands. You know, I've seen people scoop it out with their hands. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, when my brother and I were a little eating milk bones
0: this is the one you my would slap got
1: so upset oh my brother and I did slap one another
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I have actually I've actually caught kids uh you know getting in there and, and what my my oldest son we joke around that uh um he had milk bones a couple times caught him with them like little 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 right oh, we were He's little. 21 now he's not out like I'll have a beer and a milk bone but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But uh yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, kids could I
1: mean every morning, okay. So I let my dogs go out before I come come to work. I put the dogs, I let I put them out, and then they come back in the house. And they know when they come back in the house, they're gonna get a treat. So they get a dog biscuit when they come back in the house. Now their (laughs) milk bones are like huge. (laughs) They're like the giant breed milk bones. I don't go back in the kitchen and wash my hands after I, I mean, my hand doesn't touch their mouth. These milk bones are huge and I don't go back in the kitchen. I'd be lying to tell you that I go back in the kitchen after I give them that milk bone. So what if that milk bone was contaminated?
0: Or or like this Victor dog food that people got sick from. Yeah. They probably, same thing. Didn't wash their hands, touch their face. Man, there must have been like a lot of salmonella.
1: Kids. I've seen kids. That's crazy. You know, small kids crawl up to a dog dish and it's like, oh, treats. <laughs> you no. Know? Yeah. And grab food out of the dog dish.
0: That's a lot of salmonella. I mean, I understand it. I understand it easier if if people were eating the dog food and getting salmonella than, being, than a secondary exposure to it. So you use your hands, you got salmonella on your face. And somehow you then prepped something to eat or then you put it on your face and you got salmonella. That to me just seems like... Well, keep in
1: mind, we don't know anything about the people that got sick. Were they healthy? Yeah. Were they not healthy? If they're not healthy... Oh, that's true. And maybe, you know, if they have a weakened immune system and something like that happened and we don't know, did they eat it? Did they not eat it? Were they cancer patients that were feeding their dogs and didn't wash their... We don't know anything about the people that got sick. So... There's a lot of unknowns in what we're talking about. We're making a lot of assumptions, but it's something that people really should think about, you know, as they're yeah. feeding their pets. We really should wash our hands after we handle the food. And even if you do use a scoop, that scoop is in the food. At least yes. ours is. Our, our dog yeah, food's in a big. it's in a big bin. It's right. in a, like a Rubbermaid bin and the scoop stays in
0: the food. So we still touch the food. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. When you were saying like from your hands, I was thinking you were just in there just scooping it up with your hands. And I'm thinking how many scoops with your tiny little hand do you need to utilize to feed your big ass dogs? Cause those things are huge. Like I'm thinking about getting you a saddle for those things for Christmas, Francine. And you won't even need a car. Just drive. The-
1: and I don't even think the biggest one, I don't even think she's done growing yet. They say they'll grow to about, they're about two years old. So I don't think she's, She's not two till February. I swear to God, she's still growing. Yeah, my hands are – I wear like a size four ring. My
0: hands are small. Yeah. So the I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people now that are going to think about the potential salmonella with their pets listening to this. So um, in this article, which will, again will be posted down below, um, it says pets infected with salmonella may be lethargic and have diarrhea or bloody diarrhea, fever, and vomiting. Some may lose their appetite and have abdominal pain. So, if you're feeding Victor Brand, and then most of these too, they 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 do a bunch of most of these pet food companies do a lot of other brands as well. So, it's Victor Brand, it's Eagle Mountain Pet Food, it's Wayne Feeds. Um, yeah, and your dog just seems like just not themselves. It may be Salmonella, so you might need to go take them to the the vet. Ugh, nasty. Yeah, nasty, nasty things. Things that make you go, hmm. So this is
1: a little gross. But that article you posted this morning about the robot in the manufacturing and <laughs> warehouse. Yes. <laughs> like I gasped, at <laughs> that as so I'm laughing. This is how we react to, to trauma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I
0: posted an article for context. I posted an article today. Some guy in another country, I forget what country it was, China or something. Anyways, in a food distribution facility and a robot was coming by. And so this, this guy got sandwiched between this robot and broke his spine, his face, everything like that, ended up killing him. And I think So I posted on LinkedIn, um, did you ever think you were going to need a bloodborne policy for this? And the robot was going to go get vegetables too. So it was like a a vegetable distribution facility and this guy got – yeah, nobody really thinks about a bloodborne policy for potential issues like that. But I I really think we're going to see a lot more of that because robots aren't going away. You know what's crazy is I wonder if a robot like that – you know, you see those robots now in restaurants. You see, you know, picking like being buster restru- busser robots. Um, I've seen them a lot in grocery stores. They're definitely, I wonder if there's sensors. And if there aren't sensors for human beings, there should be sensors for there human beings. There needs to be a kill cause... switch. <laughs> I mean, well, that was the yeah. little. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. <laughs> right, right, right. A human <gasps> being definitely has a kill switch. <laughs> I, but I think you meant the robot needs a kill Poor switch. Poor
1: terminology. There needs to be a stop switch for human beings to use. Here
0: we go. Look on your face when you said kill switch and then you, re, you realized what what the double meaning of that could be. Oh, my gosh.
1: So anyway, when we were at the next conference, we went out to dinner and there was a robot delivering the meals. (laughs) Darren Detweiler and I were so flippin' amused by this. I feel like Darren and I were the only ones that were like super amused (laughs) by this robot that was delivering the meals to the tables, but it was a legitimate, looked like Rosie from the Jetsons delivering the meals to the tables. It was the coolest thing ever. Darren got, on his phone and I'm like, you need to send that to me. we he's like delivering the meals. To, it was so cool. This robot came out from the kitchen delivering the food. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's okay. So, so here's more context of it. So, it's a South Korean food handling robot. So, this is South Korea. Korea. Food handling factory, in a food handling factory, and it failed to tell him apart from a box of vegetables that he was handling at a time. So, what was it going to do to that box of vegetables? I don't know. But the man who was inspecting the robot was reportedly grabbed and pushed against the conveyor belt with the robot crushing both his face and his chest. That is like... Terminator-type stuff right there, man.
1: So it didn't know the difference between him and the box of vegetables. What in the world was it doing to
0: this box of vegetables? Yeah, I don't understand. So the man was employed by the company that made the robot arm, which was meant to lift boxes and peppers and transfer them into pallets nearby. The company had noticed issues with the robot sensors leading to the employees checking its operations ahead of the test run. And it just picked him up and threw him on the conveyor belt. It thought he was a box of vegetables.
1: Can you imagine the trauma from seeing something like that happen?
0: Oh, I did not think about that, but that is absolutely accurate. Like, how are you going to be in that factory and 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 just, just watch that arm and not be scared to death? Of so, that
1: like. Nature? working with them and not being there is one thing but somebody that's there and witnesses that happening I'm not going to get anywhere near that
0: robot oh, No you're absolutely correct the PTSD from that alone watching that happen Oh man No Yeah that is uh like the psychological
1: trauma of witnessing something like that
0: Mm-mm. Yeah Man that just must be absolute Just the amount of force that that robot arm had when it chucked it. First of all,
1: I guess okay. They said they were having problems with it, but you don't need that much effort to put in picking up. I mean, even a fifty-pound box of
0: vegetables. Right. Well, and you know what? Is this is definitely like one of those. I mean, if it was the United States to be an OSHA thing, right? But like, um, OSHA
1: would have been there. They'd still
0: be there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so just be like, okay, where's my office? I'm taking a permanent residency you know? They're moving in, <laughs> right? One hundred percent. Oh man, there's there's definitely going to be a lot more discussion about what are the policies of managing and and, and utilizing these robots. Because I think about that too when I see them in the grocery store and in the in you know having little kids and little babies or whatever, like. How? What are the sensors like on these? And what happens if the sensors? So even let's let's give a perfect scenario: these robots ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time, nothing goes wrong, and then one time it just rolls over a kid, right? I, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's 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 interesting, interesting conundrum.
1: I'm never going to look at that robot at the grocery store the same again. Following me around the produce
0: section. Right, right. Or you just what you just need to do is bring your dog to be a body block for you. <laughs> There's no way <laughs> that robot's taking over store. your dog. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Just take him to the grocery store. Oh, you should you should train your dog to smell Salmonella and E. coli. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? And gosh, you just <gasps> yeah. found a new business. We should do like a E. coli, Salmonella, dogs.
1: Yeah,
0: Listeria. Who needs seek and destroy? We just bring. Well. Then you have the whole bringing the animal into the plant thing, Matt. Not not a good call. And these Every food safety guy is like, and girl is like, what are you doing talking about bringing animals into- Yeah, well, they're seeing my look.
1: (laughs) Only on the clips that Joe shares. (laughs) And they get a lot of my looks (laughs) while you're laughing hysterically. (laughs) Poor Jonathan's worried about my trauma.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Jonathan's worried about a lot of things. Okay, so wow,
1: we're going to talk about my favorite TikTok guy here, Barfly. I think is his name, Barfly seven seven seven. He is this week making a new dish called Chicago style hotel pizza in the bathroom of a hotel. Is this okay?
0: okay so we we need to know. We need to have a little bit more understanding about who this Barfly fly 777 is maybe send him a thank you letter for providing content but does he spend so much time how much time does he spend in hotels that he comes up with all this stuff? i
1: don't know if he like rents one for a, a day or a week and just makes all this stuff in the bathroom at the hotel i don't know this time he's slinging ground beef all over the bathroom he's got his little He's got his little single unit burner. He's dumping beer in it and some breading while he slices his jalapeno peppers. Oh, look at the back of the ground beef. Wow. Oh, look at the back of the ground beef.
0: Yeah, I just don't – you know what? The, the, okay, I, there's so many things wrong with this. One of them is – i mean, how how many nights a year do you spend in a hotel? Frenzy?
1: Not near as many as I used to. But I used to fly. Sometimes I'd be in an airport airplane four or five days a week. so not near as many as I used to. But I mean, I've had that limit as far as like the um
0: hotel and all frequent that.
1: flyer and the hotel. Yes. and I mean, and I'm certain you do now,
0: yeah, one hundred percent like i'm I'm in a hotel about hundred nights a year. And I know, like, so much of me just kind of just tries to just bury all the thoughts of what happens in these rooms out of my head, and also you know you just because you sp- I spend so much time in the hotel, I know the type of people that are cleaning my room, and I've seen the the type of work that gets done. They're not really sanitizing these things. Like and I don't so- use the glasses. I'm not cooking in the bathroom. No, but 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 then I'm like, how like. Is this guy unique or are there a bunch of other people that are doing nasty stuff like this in the room? And then how much of this is just now spoiled food and gross stuff all over the place? Think about this.
1: If he's laying his ground beef out on the counter. This guy has ground beef, ground beef yeah. pressed tight against the bathroom counter and you're going to lay your toothbrush on that? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking cuz I I you know and I do. Like I have I use a little cup. Yeah, that's what I do. I use the cup and I put my stuff down in the cup.
0: Yeah. You know, you got to take like the cup condom off. That's the only ones I use. The ones like the plastic cup that has like the the plastic wrapped around it, Uh, you know, and then, and then, then I do stick, but then, you know, because it's that plastic cup and I have enough stuff that weighs it down, it falls down sometimes. And so mine doesn't, I put stuff in it enough. It
1: it doesn't, my toothbrush is in there, my toothpaste is in there. And then I put no. I'm a
0: woman. I got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I've got stuff. <laughs> yeah. You and I pack very, very differently.
1: <laughs> well, no, I, I see what you wear when
0: you travel to. Yeah. I
1: rarely check my, it depends on how long I'm going, but I rarely check luggage. The only reason I had all that stuff is because we were recording.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That time that, you know, I, yeah, we were recording a podcast. So I had microphones and all that other
0: crap yeah ah, but still so so okay okay so fine share what you're going to share even though i okay. really so, yeah, like the
1: ground beef pounded out like you're rolling it up into some kind of a roll on top of the sink on the sink okay, okay. literally like there's is no there anything paper. there's no parchment <laughs> paper underneath it nothing that was my question it's pounded out that wasn't your question that
0: was my question no
1: no parchment paper nothing underneath it then he's got he's he's putting peppers or something he did pour beer in the bottom of the the baker's pan like that's going to kill the bacteria that is a fallacy so well, he's all proud <laughs> um and then in the sink
0: he's all so proud
1: in the sink he's got this metal grate uh, what's he doing in the sink?
0: A metal grade. No, he's not gonna start a fire in the sink, is he? That's
1: what it looks like. I don't know what he's doing in the sink. He's he's pounding holes like um what's it called?
0: Tenderizing.
1: Yeah, like tenderizing with the bottom of his toothbrush. The ground beef and stuff with the bottom of his toothbrush. He's using some prime cheese here. He's got Velveeta on top of the <laughs> on top of the ground beef
0: for his cheese. <laughs> Fried cheese, you get felt feet. <laughs> what is he doing in the sink? What is that? <laughs> okay, so we both grew up poor, uh, Francie. You look oh, at- Oh, I ate a lot of, I ate the free cheese. Do you think of that and go like government cheese? Do you think of that as government cheese? Well, I ate government cheese. Yeah, I know, but I always- And keep- dried milk. <laughs> Did you eat- drink the powdered milk? You- My family was in dairy, so no.
1: Oh, see, I drank powdered milk and I, oh- the, the thought of that
0: powdered milk. My grandma had powdered milk. wasn't too bad, but no, my-
1: Oh, it, who are you lying to? That stuff was terrible. It wasn't,
0: uh, you know, you've seen the type of stuff I eat, Francine. I'm pretty, uh,
1: There's not a lot I will not eat. Oh my God, Matt, it was awful. It's not
0: terrible. Yes,
1: it was. It was terrible.
0: But, uh, okay, so I have a hard time looking at Velveeta and not thinking government cheese.
1: But the thing about Velveeta is, and, and maybe it's because of the way I did grow- It makes great
0: macaroni and cheese. Oh no, 100%. Like, Baked yeah. macaroni
1: and cheese. My God.
0: <laughs> do you do you see what I post thing about American cheese on With on the, LinkedIn and people go off about how it's not cheese? And I'm like, I I I eat it. I yeah, I put it on like hamburgers. It's like one of the best for hamburgers.
1: With canned milk and butter and bacon, it is so good. My daughter's ex-boyfriend one night wanted grilled cheese. And at that time, I, I haven't bought it lately, but I was using that um the slices of cheese that you Yeah, yeah. In, they yeah. like
0: craft American singles. Yeah.
1: And He's like, you're gonna use that to make a grilled cheese sandwich, and I was like,
0: uh, yes, and you're gonna eat it, bud.
1: And he like used this grilled cheese sandwich because it wasn't cheese. I'm oh like, look, <laughs> you grew up like I did. You want something else? You're gonna to have to make it.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. For Christmas, we got
0: like a ten-pound block of cheese. No, you gave him a ten pound block of cheese. Oh my gosh. My son's so, like Did you stick it in the stocking? <laughs> my son you
1: that's way too big. It was a legitimate block of cheese. My son's like, okay, so I felt really bad. That was a little harsh. I ended up calling oh, apologizing because I ended up calling and apologizing because I felt really bad. <laughs> what a hard time he gave me about this cheese. Because I didn't, I wasn't, it was just, it became like funny about this cheese. Yeah. He was so, yeah, 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 yeah. had so much animosity about the cheese I was using. Yeah. Like, geez. Anyway, so now he's got this burner upside down on like a wrap that you would um, cool your cookies on. That's how he's melting the top of this cheese in the bathroom sink. So he's browning the cheese
0: on top yeah this is this is like quasi gourmet in a hotel in the most disgusting way
1: the the burger that he's cooking on the top of the o- other single unit he's gonna put on top of that and he's gonna make a sandwich <laughs> out of it nice. That's what he's doing. He's doing this in a hotel room and then he's gonna go sit on the bed and eat it and enjoy his meal. I mean I hesitate even like the the delivery. That sometimes I had delivery delivered that I didn't eat because of the person that delivered it and just the grossness involved. Oh,
0: really? You you got like Uber Eats and the guy was so disgusting you couldn't eat it. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) The clothing, the nails, the hair—that just that I everything's in a bag
0: though. Everything's in a bag.
1: How do I know? Do you know how what percentage of delivery drivers eat part of the food that's in the bag? I've written those articles. No, wouldn't need
0: it. This was back in the clubhouse. I was thinking about this this weekend that um, clubhouse, you convinced me to do clubhouse with you and it was a total epic fail. Clubhouse it was, was a an fail. Epic fail. epic fail. Clubhouse was a total, total epic fail. But if it wasn't for that, I don't think we would have done the podcast.
1: We might not have. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it, it was, was an was, epic fail.
1: Clubhouse was a fail for us. Or it just wasn't our audience. It
0: was a fail for us, but it was kind of that initial thing that we just kind of started, and it ended up leading to the bucket. But I remember you talking about that, about how many Uber Eats drivers actually eat like the French fries or whatever. It was like seven out of ten had had said that they that they had at one point in time. It, it, it's it's a ridiculous statistic. And it was seven out of ten, which means it was seven people that were willing to admit seven out of ten, seventy percent. Are you sure that Willing was the to admit they did it.
1: I think it might be lower. I think it might be like. 20. 23% or 25%. I don't, I don't want to, it's, it's a ridiculous number though.
0: Yeah. So I don't, I, I think we need to stop doing these conversations because these conversations about cooking these stuff in the hotel or else I'm going to need to get one of them sanitization, like UV guns and just go through. Oh, you the don't want to see hotel. what's in your room. <laughs> I know.
1: People have asked me if I've done that and it's like, I don't want to know. If I find like a dark hair, if I find a dark hair on my bed or in the bathtub, I have a problem.
0: Yeah. Or in like the, yeah. Yeah. So
1: last time I was in a hotel room, I went to stretch on the bed. (laughs) And when I stretched out, my hand felt something. And I'm like, what in the world is that? And I pulled a plastic baggie up from like between the wall and the top of where the mattress is. And I'm like... Where did that come from?
0: What was in the plastic baggie? Was there like green stuff in there? I
1: have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what was in there. It wasn't mine, no.
0: Was there white powdery stuff so in there, then- <laughs> <Lindsay>? <laughs> So then it's like- Did you smell it? <laughs> no, I am I was thoroughly disgusted because like, does that mean,
1: does that mean that they didn't change the sheets? Because oh. why is that plastic bag still there?
0: <sighs> Yeah, I think, I think hotel rooms too have gotten worse after COVID, 100%. And this
1: was in a nice hotel. It was a nice hotel. Well, yeah, they've gotten worse since COVID because there's not as many employees. Sometimes yeah. it's like now they won't even come do, the, the rates haven't gone down, but they don't clean your room unless you ask them to.
0: Which, you know what I'm actually okay with? I just tell them no. I just want extra towels and coffee because I go through so much damn coffee.
1: Well, I won't use the machine. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and Okay, so oh here's all okay, we're we're going down a rabbit hole with this, so, with this hotel I'm stuff. I'm okay
1: with them not cleaning my room. Me too. But it While I'm it's there,
0: because I'm like, I you know what, I don't want them to touch my stuff. I want yeah.
1: it clean before I get
0: there. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. What were you going to say? No, no, no. I want it sanitized. I, want it, I don't want it cleaned. I want it sanitized in there before I get there. But while I'm there, that's my own stuff. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm okay. <laughs> the um, baggie wasn't mine. <laughs> now, what were you going to say? So, okay, so the, the hotels have moved towards, you know, not doing the individual soaps. You know, they don't do the individual soaps anymore. Oh yeah, you've got that big community yes. <laughs> soap dour thing that they deal yes, with. Yes. and I'm seeing, I'm, I'm probably seeing about twenty five, about twenty five to thirty percent of the time. I get the individual usage and the rest of the time it's the big ones. Well, this is the problem with you and me trying to – we get so much damn content because – and our own Google feed is giving us this content. Like, yes, they like reading this stuff. Well, I got this thing about why it's not a good idea for you to utilize the soaps in the community thing. So the single-use thing and they're saying that people – are putting on social media like TikToks and stuff like that, of them talking about how they're adding their own body fluid to those. See, I take my, again, small. I containers, don't take travel my containers.
1: own soap. I take I, my, I have a little dove, has these little wee tiny containers of.
0: I gotta start doing this. I got, I can't, I can't. That's so disgusting. Like. Uh,
1: I just need to not talk.
0: Yeah, I just saw that article pop up like this week. I haven't traveled. What
1: kind of human being does that?
0: <sighs> Francine, that is a that is a great question. How terrible, like, how messed up in the head you have to be where you're like, ah, let me, yeah, do some interesting stuff into this. I was going to say, is that good for your hair? <laughs> We're all that borderline not safe for work right now. <laughs> is when our sarcasm gets in the trouble. Uh, <laughs> um, just,
1: like I, I i'm guilty of like so oh,
0: whoa, hold on what are you guilty no, of? No no, no no
1: no 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 so like i'm short so if there's like if it's not cleaned well underneath things like if there's mold or something under there i'm gonna notice oh yeah because i'm not tall so like underneath was, the
0: bed you're able to see room, underneath if, there
1: laying on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> if i um, like, if I have to bend over to get something and they've not cleaned underneath like a holder or something, or I was in... Oh, um, right. Where were we? We were in somewhere that had like a Jets or something and they hadn't cleaned under the Jets. They were moldy. I'm like, it's so gross. <sighs> I need to go find a cleaning person.
0: And, and, and my... <laughs> our business taking off like crazy right now just because the FSMA rule 204 the traceability food traceability rule is is coming into effect in January 20, 2026 so very large companies are trying to figure out how to deal with this now and so i know um i think i i was in a hotel room 80 nights so far this year, I know it's going to be end up being 150 200 nights next year. I gotta, <clears throat> with this cray cray that's going on with some real messed up people. I gotta do what you do, Francine. I gotta go get that.
1: Just a little um, And You can and refill the travel them. Travel things. Just refill them from your shampoo at home and just refill one yeah. and refi- refill it at home. One hundred percent. Buying the small ones, just.
0: But for our audience, you're welcome because that's nasty. That is nasty, nasty, nasty. Take your own stuff. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Wow. We started with salmonella. (laughs) Boy, did we cover
1: a lot there. What? (laughs) And this is how our conversations go. Do we have a variety of people that listen to our podcast or what? (laughs)
0: Uh, okay. And on that, this is one of those few times where when we say don't eat poop, that is actually like the most mildest thing we've discussed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't eat poop,
1: Francine. Yeah, you either, Matt.